0: You're listening to The Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church.
1: When you ask to be filled up and you ask for forgiveness and you, you do it, you know, with an open heart, he, he just, he moves things around and he just shows up and then it gets easy because then he's showing up and he's doing this and he's doing that. and Unless you're blind, you see it.
2: Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. We have a special episode this week. We're sitting down with Blake and Katie McClain after an amazing Easter Sunday. Also joined by special guest Jose Abaroa oh, in the it's house. It's good
0: to be here and it is a special. Because
2: we're the we're with the McLeans. Yes, Thank you yes. Thank for having us, Blake. You did an awesome job on Sunday. Seriously, sharing your resurrection story. Uh, you shared a little bit of your thoughts uh, when Jose initially called you, but I'd love to hear your thoughts, just even how the whole day went and just what it was like, uh, just being up there. And I'd uh, love to get Katie's thoughts too after that. Hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think I had this moment of, like, there's no there's no return. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get out of this. Like, like in the days leading up, there was a day between, like, the event. Like, you know, it was like, it wasn't tomorrow. And then whenever it became tomorrow, I was like, oh, man, that's tomorrow. And then it was that morning, and I was like, whoa, it's, it's in, like, 30 minutes.
0: And then I was like, well, here we go. Here we go. This is it. So... Yeah. I will I will say one one cool thing about that is practice, right? So we had practiced before, we had talked about uh, those things and and you know, for me, prep before, if if I'm not prepped, then it is harder to go up there and do something like that. But you you had a good you had a good thing written down. You you did all of that work and, and refining and and coming up with what God wanted you to share that morning. And it was it was really powerful. I feel like it was harder with just the three of y'all
1: that like that first day, first like goal. in the rundown, yeah. like on yeah. Wednesday or whatever, like I was, I'm not gonna lie, I sweat a lot right <laughs> Like I've been working outside all day and like, I didn't sweat that much setting limestone block. Like I've said, a, I mean, I sweat a lot that first
2: time. <laughs> well, Katie, I'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, both maybe when he first told you kind of what was going through your head and then even yesterday, just get a chance to listen.
3: Yeah, well, when he first told me, I assumed because the one I remembered um, was recorded a video two years and so ago, twenty twenty. So I was like, it's gonna yeah. be no big deal. You're just gonna go and you're gonna maybe tell your story to Paulina and they're gonna edit it and like it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be totally fine. Um, and
1: she tells me, that and I'm like, you're right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's, and I even texted you at that point, and I'm like, is this live or like, video? Hey, this is video, right? <laughs> this is like Max's thing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, and then when he said, no, it's live and I got to do it for the all three services, you know, I definitely share some of that anxiety. And even like the, the day of, I was watching on my phone before we came to second service and the girls heard me and I kept taking deep breaths. Like I was just like, <gasps> and they were just like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm just like, I share... That anxiety, like I can't imagine. I mean, that would be really hard for me, so I was anxious for him. But I knew he would do it, and it would be great, but still create some anxiety.
2: Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine. I can't. It's, that's a lot. But yeah, again, you did a great job. I'd love to kind of jump into your story a little bit and just even asking both of y'all some, some points here. One of the kind of overarching themes I feel like I loved hearing was even just how... Uh, how God really changed some of the key truths from your head into your heart. Like it was something that you went from just knowing about him or kind of knowing to really kind of embracing. I love how the part of the story of just even getting involved in a church and just going from just simply, oh, we wanna raise our kids in church to just seeing how God used that to transform um, really your life break, Blake, but I feel like for both of y'all just seeing the way that God's really worked. Would y'all wanna to speak to that just any any bit more about how that kind of transition happened?
3: Well, I think, um, you know, my kind of mindset is, you know, I've been a Christian for a long time, um, and I grew up in church, and my girls were getting to an age where I wanted their friends—I wanted them to have friends outside of school, church friends. And so it's never anything I ever put on him or expected of him, but Gracie was four, going to go into kindergarten, and I said, hey, just so you know, um, we're going to— go to church. You know, I don't know what church we're going to go to yet. We're going to try some. And I was truly shocked when he was like, okay, I'll go. And I was <laughs> like, okay, are you sure? And um like, are you're sure? obviously <laughs> welcome, but you know, I, the only experience we had had together at church was a church I grew up in and we had taken communion and it was super uncomfortable for him. This to was dinner. like
1: the second time in church for me that kept me out. I mean, like it, It was bad. We
3: all stood up at my church to walk to the front to take communion and come back. And he was like, where are you going?
1: She was my wingman. (gasps) I needed her to sit with me and not move. And to me, it didn't
3: even occur to me that somebody wouldn't understand or would be uncomfortable. You know, I was like, just stay here. I'll be right back. You know, I'm just going to do a loop. It's fine, and he was just like.
1: I'm like what do you mean you're going to do a loop? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the only one sitting here. Like, he,
3: it, he was clearly super uncomfortable. Yeah. So it was nothing. I ever pushed again, um, and then you know we started in a church, and we just so happened to be led to a church that were full of men that looked like Blake, hmm. that we which was not what I was used to. Um, we walked in, and there were, you know, strong, bold men that were bold in their faith. And that is something that definitely um, is different about Blake. Um, He has this boldness that I just never had. And I think we were put there, you know, for that. And that really made the transition personal, I feel like. Mm,
0: That's good. I want to go back to that experience at the church because I know growing up for me, that's what Mass at Catholic Church is like. That's a tradition, and during communion, you you go up, and, you know, if you haven't gone through the program and gotten your first communion, you, you are asked to sit down, or go up and you can cross your arms, and you, <laughs> can get a, a you can get a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, there's a good intent behind that. There, there's actually really good theology behind that. Um, the problem is is our flesh. Uh, you, you put people in the mix of those good traditions, and then— Everybody sees the one person who's crossing their arms or the one person sitting down and then judgment enters in. And I don't know, Blake, if 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 that resonated with you and your story feeling like you didn't belong. You know, yeah. uh, church was a place where those people went, but, you know, church wasn't a place where maybe people like me would belong. Well, this is, my, I mean, like, so this
1: was probably Christmas time. So Katie and I have been together for a year at this point. And luckily, my buddy Roscoe was with me, so that really helped out a lot because he also sat with me. You know, he was mm. a perfect sinner, so he was good to sit with. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and they <laughs> we were together. You know, um, but I didn't. I wasn't expecting it. You know, like it was. We're gonna do communion, and they they brought the kids up, and everyone's dressed in white, and it was a Lutheran church. It was quite a production that they had going on, and so like it. I was. I mean, it was the second time after the first time in church after you know, the whole deal with the power team, right? Like Uh, with that, you know, so like I'd felt singled out in that moment, like spooked out, right? And then this happened and I was like, man, like Mm. I got to stay out of these freaking places. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, this is just not for me. Mm. And, you know, of course she did the thing. She got up and her whole family did, but like I mean, I'm pretty new to the family, you know, like clearly I'm different. You know, our mom sees me not get up and like, I don't understand. I don't, it's not that I'm against it, but like, I don't understand what y'all are doing. Right.
3: Yeah. And, and there I wasn't enough never... time
1: for you to be like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to, I mean, let me explain the gospel real quick in the next. Yeah.
3: It didn't even occur to me that he wouldn't know. <laughs> and then he, you know, he was clearly uncomfortable and I was like, it's fine, just sit here. But there wasn't time <clears throat> to explain, you know, my. Pew was empty. I was like, "Just help me." It path. wasn't
2: actually empty. There was me and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> we were sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good, y'all. I, yeah, I love the story. I feel like there's there's power. We know there's power in uh, the 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 truth of our testimonies and just getting a chance to share that with others. What well, would y'all maybe just? say as a word of encouragement to someone that's like, I, I can't tell my story. Like, I, I don't either like, I don't have it all together or I don't know what I'd say. I mean, I know Blake, you shared, even if it was starting with that group of 12 men, uh, maybe that was your first time, maybe you had shared before them but like kind of how did you get to a point where you started to realize like, okay, God's doing something here and, and I want to share it with others?
1: I don't know. Uh, I just, um, everybody tells me that, you know, I guess. Um, but I mean, sharing was... Uh, Probably getting over a little bit of fear, I guess. Like sharing it the first time at the men's group was was uh, freeing, right? Like getting it out there and hearing other men be like, "Oh yeah, like man, I, I struggle with that too." Or you know, at the end of the day, like, "Hey, we all we're all pretty bad," you know, <laughs> like we're kind of the same. And then you know, in the scripture talking about, you know, that's that's how we you know save people, right? So, I mean, I'm proud of what God's done. You know, mm. I, I think He's done a big thing, and you know. Um, that's all I have to offer is my story. So um, you know, it was uh definitely put me out of the comfort zone. That's f- for sure. <laughs> but um no, it was it was good.
3: Being I think being on the other side of it, you <clears throat> can look back and see the good things that are the valuable things that you can share with other people. Like, you know, we had years where We were always best friends. We've always been friends first, but there were lots of years where it was really lonely. And, like, I carried a lot of things. And now I just did it. You know, it's kind of, you know, you just endure. Even though I'm carrying most of everything, like, I was built for this. I can do this. Like, even if I'm carrying everything at times, like, that's just how I felt. And now that I'm on the other side of it, and I've learned things and things have changed, praise God. Um, you know, I can see that in other women, especially mm. of like, you know, kind of sharing little bits of that or recognizing that in other marriages.
1: I think for me, like I never, I know ne- you don't know what you don't know. So like you can be ignorant to that for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I think one of the biggest things that's happened is I've been in contact with a lot of other men that I, I feel like, give me the opportunity to sort of be like, Hey, like this is where I was at or whatever. So there's just little moments where I can sort of share that similarity. Mm -hmm. Right. I think there's a lot of women that carry their, their, their husband's job title, you know, Mm -hmm. and husbands just don't know. They don't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Like, I mean, you don't know how hard that is. And if your wife is a strong wife like mine, you know, she carries it well, you know, unfortunately, you know, um, it's a, it's not a badge of honor, you know, like that's not something, I'm not proud of that, you know, she should be, <laughs> you know, for
0: herself, but. <clears throat> Katie, I'd love to ask you, how was that for you? And maybe what would you encourage other women that may be in that same situation, either with their spouse or maybe with a with, a, with an adult child, uh, something like, you know, when, when you're praying and you're hoping for something, you're in that lonely place Uh, What would would you say to encourage?
3: You know, something that is a great thing that I've shared is responding and not reacting. If your partner is in a, a situation and they've really disappointed you, kind of getting your thoughts together first and responding afterward of like, this got way out of control. I mean, we had a few of those moments where I was just the next day, where I was like, this happened yesterday, you crossed a line, this can never happen again because communication is so important. And, you know, I tell a lot of women, you just need to tell your husband because they need to hear it. Like you think that they should see and be observant and recognize things, but y'all just don't sometimes. And to just say like, do you see all of these things I'm doing and all of these things I'm trying to think of and like... Sometimes like in the situation, situations like what we were in, you know, your spouse or your partner can feel like more weight, can feel like you're managing things to prevent certain situations to happen. So, and that's a lot. And so just communicating and in a response and not a reaction, because if you get loud or if you are speaking in anger, you're going to get that right back and it's going to escalate. Um, so that I feel like was, you know, at times there were things, there were lots of times I should have said something, but I just probably from, um, you know, just my personal upbringing, I just felt I could handle it. I can handle it. God has given this to me. He's given it to me because I can handle it. So this just is what it is when I should have said, like, this happened, or you may not remember but this happened, and I just felt like, well, he doesn't remember, and it's over now, so why bring it up? Um, there was but, a
1: lot of those, like there was a lot of those that I just legitimately didn't remember. And I would wake up feeling bad, you know, like you know, like knowing that like that ah that was wrong. Yeah, you know, something about that didn't. That's wrong, you know. Hmm. But
3: but he can't quite remember. So it's like, why but she
1: showed anything? me an, an incredible amount of grace, which almost made at the end, like whenever I finally like decided, like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stop doing that. You know, it was pretty, you know, disgusting seeing, like, you know, like I never, I, she she still remembers the things that I don't.
0: You know, like that kind of sucks. Y'all, this is huge <laughs> because Katie, <laughs> what I'm hearing from you is that you set a boundary. You know, you received that from the Lord and and you said, hey, I, I need to speak up. Not gonna keep this in the dark. This is a sin. This is a pattern that the enemy wants to just continue, and um, you, you, you set that you set that line. And, and Blake, you had the wherewithal to respond to God and respond to your wife too, and say, "There's a better way. There's a there's a different way to live." And I look at the joy yeah. uh, of it's not perfect. Life is not perfect, you know. Yeah. Um, but but man, it sure is a lot easier. It's what Matthew. Um, Nine talks about Jesus says, "Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burden. I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. We can live knowing that all of that stuff has been taken off our backs, and and uh, you know was totally finished because of the work of Jesus on the cross. That's the gospel message in in um, practice, in in a very practical way in our lives. So that's." heavy, and it's also light, and I love how bold you both are being, Katie. Thank you for going there with us, because um, I know that so many need to hear that.
2: And um, also, you're very impressive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank
2: you. Yeah, it's so neat just to see how, and even just not knowing y'all too well, but just hearing through your stories, and even just right now, hearing how really just God has been overflowing what He's first done in y'all's heart individually and then through your marriage. And then I just love hearing and getting a chance to see y'all just even in the church. You went from kind of being on the sidelines, just maybe checking out church, not sure what that looks like, to now both of y'all are leading, yeah. whether it's a men's community group or Abide and just helping. I mean, y'all serve in so many ways that most people don't even know. Kids' ministry. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Definitely, God has provided abundantly. I mean, we, there has always been, you know, our great partnership. Like I said, we've always been best friends and, you know, just, it's just, it's completely different. I mean, this man is completely different to like who he used to be. And I, that is a huge part of my testimony of like through. You know, the way I grew up and living through consequences of other others people's yeah. sin. Yeah. And, you know, it's always been me and God. I mean, I lost my parents early. I moved out of state. It was just me and him here. All of my childhood friends were gone. And then I didn't always have him as the greatest, you know, partner. He was there. But, um, like, I... Was stripped down to like I just had to rely on God. It was just me and God, and um, you know, we, Blake finding his way to the cross and having this boldness and just being filled up and overflowing, is just like I feel. Also, God, you know, providing for me like He always has. I mean, who would have who would have thought? I certainly wouldn't have thought my whiskey drinking, motorcycle riding, you know. Yeah. Guy was going to be this man and the mm-hmm. father he is to our kids. I I didn't see this coming for sure.
0: Sharing a story in front of hundreds on Easter yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> At church. Mm-hmm. Even churchy things. <laughs> but churchy you know what? Things. You know what I love seeing come around is what we. You shared in your story about feeling like you didn't belong, you know, in that Baptist church when with that altar call, and feel like, man, this is out of place. And then this other experience during communion. Um, I can't. I can only imagine how many men heard you. <laughs> on Sunday. I hope so. And thought, mm-hmm. me too. I know so because that's how God works. Yeah, amen. <laughs> and that's why he wants us to share our stories because a lot of times we think we're the only ones that have gone through this or that. And we see church as, as a place where we need to be perfect rather than mm-hmm. a place of imperfect people <laughs> that sure. are all on a journey. And the question is, are we willing to be vulnerable? Are we willing to actually authentically share our story? And you did that. And mm-hmm. so and y'all are doing that now. And uh, Katie, I mean, I, I can see why Blake was wanting to, you know, hand the <laughs> baton off to you for for sharing your story. Um, I figured, so. yeah, I
2: figured you knew more about her. now. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, wow, she really did. I, I was thinking the same thing though, just thinking about uh, someone that may have been in the room uh, on Easter hearing your testimony and thinking, okay, I finally want to make that decision. I finally want to surrender my life to Christ. I'd love to hear from all three of y'all. Just what are maybe some uh, words of encouragement you would give to someone as far as maybe how you've grown in your walk? Just even starting with maybe more questions and answers. What was that like for you as far as um, just those early days and then even now to just continuing to grow closer to Christ? I think when it really started to,
1: to you know, show up was just just asking, just having a legitimate, you know, conversation of just being like, I want to be better than I am, you know, and just real, just that raw conversation, you know, with the father that's just so, you know, easy to have, you know, <laughs> like, and then when you asked to be filled up and you asked for forgiveness and you, you do it, you know, with an open heart, he he just, he moves things around and he just shows up and then it gets easy because then he's showing up and he's doing this and he's doing that. And unless you're blind, you see it (laughs) and you want more of that, you know, like, um, man, in so many ways, just asking, I think, uh, just starting with such a simple conversation, you know, I mean, I never had any sort of relationship and, you know, Katie and I were in marriage for, you know, close to, You know, ten years before I even knew that she had a relationship with God, right? Like, so (laughs) it's funny how it.
3: Well, that it's
1: funny how how it works. That
3: reaction at the church, you know, clearly. So I was, I I saw that as a wall to be put up. Um, (laughs) I think for for me, and I feel like for a lot of women, is just surrender of, you know, there was, and I still struggle with that of just like. Thinking I can control everything. And if I, if I can control everything, then I know how it's going to turn out. And, um, but that's not a way to live. I mean, it's, it's not fruitful if it all depends on you. And I think, you know, just the more you surrender, the easier, easier it is just to leave it at the cross, like not to pick it back up and, you know, think you didn't do this right. Or you didn't. That didn't go the way I wanted it to, so I need to take control and go back in this direction, just letting it go. The more and more I surrender to God, um, I feel like the easier easier it is to stay on the right path.
2: For sure.
0: Yeah, awareness is something that's huge here because when we pray, he says, asks— so he's he's going to be listening to us. Uh, I think a lot of times we ask so that we could be aware of our need uh, for him and um, i can I can um relate to you, Blake, as wanting to be better, wanting to grow, wanting to go, 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 you know, take the hill uh, in the name of Jesus or, or whatever. That, that's been my story ever since I've come to Jesus. I've realized God's wired me to lead and to go and to grow things, you know, uh, before I would put myself in the rat race, you know, where it was really I wanna be good so that others can see how great Jose is. And it's way more satisfying when you're doing it for for the kingdom and and for God's glory. But you always gotta watch out for that tension. And for me, where uh, it began and where it needs to stay is, I need to be aware of what he's done for me. So the importance of the resurrection story is that Jesus, he was raised from the dead so that we could be raised also. That's what this 1 Corinthians 6.14 verse, uh, that's why we chose it because it's so personal. Um, that he, he he's alive in us wanting to change us but not in our power and that's the struggle that's the tension because I want to do things my way but God <clears throat> says no you want to uh, if you want to do things my way surrender and and watch me watch me work and um, personally I just want to thank you guys as, as we close for going there uh, yesterday Blake, Today, both of y'all, thank you so much for sharing your stories. And um, if you're listening, I encourage you to share your story today, this week, and uh, watch what God will do. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Conversations podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, you can email us, conversations, conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks for being here again, everybody. It was awesome. That's it for this version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time.